0: It's time for the Signal 50 Podcast, where we talk about the hard truth and about today's current events.
1: Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast. It is June 20th, 2021. Happy Father's Day out there, all of you dads. We'll get into that in a second. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Signal 50 Podcast. We've got quite a lineup, and uh, we have a special guest with us this evening, which we will we will move right on into introductions. Bravo. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good evening to you. Good evening to Kilo. Welcome aboard,
0: sir. We're pleased to have you. We'll uh, get to that in a second. I want to wish all the fathers out there also a happy Father's Day. Also emphasizing the fact that we, as fathers, play an extremely important role in our children's lives and that our role is just as important as moms, but we all have to make sure that that family unit stays right where it should be intact.
1: Exactly. And happy Hallmark holiday to everybody.
0: It shouldn't be a holiday where we have to remind ourselves. That's right. Mother's Day, Grandparents' Day, Valentine's Day, blah, blah, blah day. I think it's just important that we just remember that every single day and be appreciative of those who are around.
1: Well, I think we should introduce our special guests this evening. What do you think, Bravo?
0: That sounds like a great idea. Go ahead. And here we go. So we are the three American patriots that love to talk about current events. Uh, we bring you a perspective of what it is, what they're not talking about in the lamestream media. We have known each other all since high school and uh, kilo Romeo five, two, two. We love to welcome you to the show. It's an honor and a privilege to bring you on board to hear your perspective. Uh, we understand that you are a retired Naval officer And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you want the folks to know out there.
2: Well, first off, I want to say thank you, gentlemen. Uh, The the honor and the privilege is mine. I'm humbled that you asked me to join. Uh, I've listened to some of your podcasts, and I've read some stuff on your website, and you gentlemen are spot on. I I think as far as I go, I'm kind of representative of what they used to call the silent majority. I think now they call us terrorists. (laughs) Uh, but i've been around the world uh, paid for by the taxpayers Uh, i tried to be a good ambassador wherever i went i saw a lot of things overseas that were very beautiful saw a lot of things that made me cry and retired and came home and now i'm starting to see a lot of those things in this country as well and it uh, it makes me a little sad and some of it frightens me so hopefully we're going to have a great discussion tonight and we're all going to leave a little bit more enlightened than when we came in. So thank you again for the honor of being
0: here. Well, hey, the honor is ours, and we thank you for your service. And as you know, we've, we've known each other since high school, of course, and uh, can't say how proud I am of you and uh, knowing you. And, uh, hey, welcome aboard. I'm very eager to hear what you have to say. Not that it hasn't changed since high school,
1: just so you know. Well, I think it's, I I know- think it's very – I think it's very interesting. You know, we're, we're all in the, in the same age bracket and everybody went different ways in life and everybody brings a, a lot of experience and <clears throat> a lot of organic knowledge into, into what we're, what we're talking about. Uh, and I, I'm just really glad that you could join us, Kilo. Thank you very much for coming along with us and, uh, We've got a lot of stuff that we want to talk about, you know, as usual, uh, generally speaking, what we'd like to do, folks, everybody out there. We've got a lot of stories that we're going to talk about tonight, some that you have heard in uh, the mainstream media and some that you haven't. Uh, what we find most important is to bring to the attention of folks out there the things that are, are really important that are, are being suppressed or, you know, th- these are all factual things. They're just not talked about. Generally speaking, what you're, what you're going to find is going to happen, some of the things that we talk about Give it a week, two weeks to ferment a little bit and boil to the surface. We like to, we've been right more than we've been wrong, uh, patting ourselves on the back just a little bit. I strain my shoulder. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Some of the things that we're going to talk about, you know, it's going to seem a little out there at first, and some people might have heard it on another podcast or uh, a radio program, but the mainstream generally hasn't been talking about it just give it a week and and I think what you're going to find is it will come to the surface. So without further ado, I'd like to, you know, tell you what we're going to what we're going to talk about here a little bit. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. You you've seen the resignation of riot police in in places in Oregon, in Oregon City and some of the other uh, places, you know, that that's a story that's been talked about. But let's talk really about what that impact is going to be. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, Uh, a little bit of a recount update or an audit update uh, from Arizona and and how that's spreading across the country Uh, and and kind of the big uh, thing that's going on right now. We're going to get a little bit into, you know, the critical race theory uh, business that's going on and there's some there was a pretty inspirational video that was posted by an individual we'll get into that a little bit too we'll talk a little bit about our feelings about that but really I think uh, and and correct me if I'm wrong I think one of the biggest stories of our time is surrounding the Chinese Communist Party and the possibility that they've unleashed a bio weapon on onto the world uh, mm. either accidentally or on purpose and there's a Chinese Intel asset that has uh, defected apparently uh, as, as the story goes and this person's in the hands of our defense intelligence agency uh, reportedly. So we're going to talk a lot about that. That's a very important story and that's the one that uh, that's the one that's really the gotcha. So without further ado, let's uh, you know tell them what you're going to tell them. Now we're going to tell you. So let's start right off and let's get right into it. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on. A little bit uh, on the west coast, on the left coast of the United States, uh, Antifa and the Proud Boys are just now in open warfare in the streets in Oregon City. Oh yeah, it,
0: it it sounds like a war almost. Right? I mean, like they're on, they're having a, they're having clashes, and, and these are on the streets of America. Isn't that usually happen somewhere in the in another third world country somewhere? you know oh, yeah. tribal tribal warfare is going on i, I
1: would think that that's
0: an issue <laughs> why is it well, happening
1: well well it is an issue what i really want to talk about and what you know this is the obvious story right antifa and the proud boys are going at it this is third world banana republic stuff that's that's going on right mm-hmm. now what what makes it stop how does this stop and and how does this end and what does this look like that's really what i think we ought to we ought to focus on right mm-hmm. uh this has to come to an end because people are getting hurt on yeah. both sides and and it's 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 not a good thing nobody nobody wants this right, right. so we don't I advocate don't... for any kind of violence at all because you know where does it stop once it starts where does it stop And a big issue that I'm seeing is you've got the district attorneys in these various jurisdictions where Antifa has really been allowed to run rampant for for a very long time now. Mm -hmm. You know, it it seems like somebody let the genie out of a bottle and, and you can't put the genie back in the bottle. And these district attorneys are just perpetuating it by having a revolving door for these people. So, so one what of makes the it things, stop?
0: yeah, well, what makes, first of all, you get, what makes it stop is number one, you get rid of George Soros's influence on district attorney races throughout the country. That's the first thing you need to do. And he is, he has been known to uh, push elections into certain directions. And if you've noticed people on one side of the, of the argument were getting arrested and released the next day versus uh one other side, the Proud Boy side, where they got arrested and thrown into jail and never remembered again. Um, that's, I think, that's the the main way to to take care of it. I'm not sure, Kilo, what you think about this, but um, it's well, uh, getting pretty nasty out there. I would think. Well,
1: well, before the before the program started, we were having a discussion with Kilo, and Kilo's been, like he said, he's been around the world on the taxpayers' dollar, right? Uh, representing the United States, and he's been witness to a lot of things. So what I'd like to do is ask Kilo, you know, your thoughts on on this and and what you liken this to in similar situations that you've seen that you might want to tell our listeners about.
2: Hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, Where to start? Um, I think this type, what we're seeing right now, the last time I saw anything, that resembled this was in Mogadishu, Somalia. Mm. And it was a mess when I came on active duty Mm. back in 1993, and it's still a mess today. Mm. Uh, It it is exactly what Bravo said, it's it's tribal warfare. Mm. And the one thing that separated us in this nation as a standard bearer for the rest of the world and, and to go on, you know, to, to kind of clear the air to anybody who might be listening to us that may not agree with our point of view. I'm a realist here. All right. I'm not saying that the United States is perfect. We've made a lot of mistakes as a nation. We have. But on our worst day, we are still better than 95 percent of the nations out there, because up until recently, we could have differences of opinion without shooting each other in the street. Mm-hmm. I find that the folks are a more conservative mindset, I've, I've heard it said that, you know, conservatives view liberals as good people with bad ideas and mm-hmm. liberals view conservatives as bad people. And I think mm-hmm. these riots are, you know, a case study and a great example of this because, you know, there is no fear of any type of consequence from the people who are smashing windows and looting and carrying on and threatening and assaulting people and, quite frankly, committing manslaughter or murder. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what I saw across the ocean in Africa, some places in Asia, the former Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the things that, you know, if if we don't stop there is not going to be anything but a violent outcome
0: Mm.
2: and you know people who are supporting antifa are going to get caught up in the dragnet and they're not your friends folks (laughs) that's the Mm. best way i could say it they're not your friends uh if you're marching with them you know when when they take care of the people who oppose them they're going to turn on you so Mm-hmm. I guess that's my two cents on, the, right. on, on that part mm-hmm. of it. As far as how does it stop? Uh, it doesn't stop without drastic action. You know, what, what do I mm-hmm. mean by that? Again, I'm certainly not advocating violence or revolution no. or anything like that. No. But what I would say is the people who are elected, you know, the mayors or city supervisors or managers, whatever the correct nomenclature is out there, if you're listening, please do your job. Do your job the laws exist for a reason mm-hmm. you know civil ordinances are there for a reason we don't get to pick and choose which ones we follow that is when you have chaos and you know if anybody who studied chaos theory
1: hmm.
2: it's not pretty so
0: right. no
1: i it's guess not. those are
2: my thoughts
0: thank you no that's awesome i i agree a thousand percent no. I'm with everyone. Nothing about violence. We do not advocate violence here on the no. Signal Fifty Podcast.
1: No Period. Kilo. So, so you spent some time in in Mogadishu. Am, am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have a very, very, very close friend of mine uh, who was the graves registration officer uh, who actually went out and retrieved American soldiers that were unfortunately lost in the streets of Mogadishu. His name was. Brigadier General John Dreska, does that name ring a bell to you?
2: I've heard the name. I uh, can't say that I know the general, but I've heard the name.
1: He was just, uh, he was just promoted uh, about uh, six weeks ago. I had the honor and the privilege of attending his uh, promotion ceremony. Uh, he's, him and I have had a lot of discussion about that chapter in, in history. And you you're 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 right over the target here. I, I think that I think that is a very good likeness of what we're seeing unfold in our streets. And I think it's just absolutely uh it's shameful to to watch mm-hmm. this go on. And and I'm and I'm saying it's shameful on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to go out and you won't want to fight these people in the streets. And what these people, in in my opinion, are trying to do, the, the black bloc folks, uh, the Antifa people, they're out there trying to, to perpetuate or to instigate a situation, right? Because the higher everything gets escalated, the more spotlight gets on it, the more heat goes on the conservatives because that's just the way it is. And I think we're making a huge mistake, not we, not... The, the, the grand we are making the stake of falling into the trap and actually fighting with these people. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's, who's against them, the Proud Boys, I've, I've encountered a few of the Proud Boy guys and, and I wasn't impressed in the very beginning. They had some challenges and some issues. I'm still not impressed because you don't want to go out and fight with these people in the streets. It's just counterproductive. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong.
0: No, I, I agree with you, Alpha. I think it's, and law and order really needs to to be put into the the forefront and follow the laws. And we mentioned this last show, you don't like the laws, change them, but we don't need chaos either. I think it has to be um, away from this Marxist way of doing things and understand that people are, are not, sheeple they're not they're not sheep to be led in, in flocks they should be respected and they should be allowed to pursue life liberty and the pursuit of happiness
2: well if i could chime in for a second sure. uh, one of the things one of the reasons bravo and i became as tight as we did back in high school you know i was always a very emotional person and, and bravo was always the logical one and he used to tell me facts are facts and so I look at, he's laughing at me, I don't like to hear him. Um, what, what I think is amazing is all of these folks that tout these Marxist ideologies, I guess I'm looking for the facts. Where have any of these nations been successful? Where have any of these ideas promoted growth and economic betterment for anyone, any place that they've been tried? I would like to say I, that I'm a student of history. I can't find anything. If you if you gents can educate me, I'd be grateful. But in the long term, I mean, because all of this Marxism and stuff came out, you know, after the, after the Russian Revolution, I, you know, right around the time World War I ended in that last century. It. From mm. then to now, I don't see any great Marxist success stories. And there's not nope. going to be one here either.
1: Correct. The only thing this ends in is bloodshed. And the only mm. people that benefit from anything uh, along the Marxist lines are the people that are in charge right up until the point. They're in charge for a certain amount of time, and the people they're in charge of get sick of them and they kill them, too. Mm. So it's kind of a vicious cycle, isn't it, Kilo? I mean, it's it's a never-ending, self-kicking dog, isn't it? You're not kidding. Right. Well, hey, listen, you know... Uh, What I'm afraid of, my my big fear has always been um, with the Antifa, Proud Boys, rioting in the streets kind of movement is at some point, now I'm not advocating anything, this is just opinion. People are going to have had it up to their eyeballs with all of this crap. And they're going to cause a situation that can't be undone. And you're going to see real violence. I don't want to see it. I don't want it to happen. But that's that's my big fear mm. is we're going to go from throwing, you know, sticks and bottles and the milkshake thing and, and bear spray and all this stuff. We're, we're going to we're just going to escalate the guns. Mm. Just like just like what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse in Wisconsin except it's going to be on a grander scale and it's going to be a pitched battle. I'm, I'm afraid. And I just don't want to see any of that happen. That's a bad look. Right. Right. But
0: I yeah. think, uh, I think uh, cooler heads have to prevail and we need to Absolutely. be optimistic here and uh, be, remember what we're founded on. We were founded on debate. We were founded on principle and we should be able to speak one's mind and agree to disagree, but come up to a resolution right. and stop this, uh, bi- this bipolar good versus evil. You're right. I'm wrong. Right. Just, it's just
1: crap, if you ask me. Well, there, there's one, one last thing I want to add on this topic, and then we should move along. I say to those police officers – that quit the riot squad, the volunteer squad to go out and fight with these idiots to, to try to maintain some kind of control to those people that quit. Good for you. Because the administration of their police departments and their city leaders are prosecuting these officers for doing their jobs. Mm. If they have to use any amount of force to keep themselves from getting hurt, these people are being prosecuted. Why, if you're a police officer, do you want to line yourself up for that?
0: I wouldn't. I. Wouldn't that's either. why we always thank the police officers every show. That's right. Hey. you respect exactly what what they do.
1: Some, sometimes you just have to hit rock bottom before you can pick yourself up, dust yourself off and fix the problem. And I'm afraid we just haven't hit rock bottom just yet. We've got a little ways to go. I don't know what that looks like and I'm not really relishing the thought of it, but on that note, we should move along to the next story. So as everybody knows, we've been talking a lot about, you know, the, the audits that are going on and the 13 other States that are signing on for it. So we brought you a little story, uh, uh about it. So go ahead, Bravo. This one's all you.
0: So Pennsylvania is poised for that Arizona style ballot audit. Uh, State committee chairman considers subpoenas for ballot audit. So this is, again, Maricopa County set the example, set the the stage for what's going on with our election. We said this last show, I'll say it again. We want to get to the truth. We don't want to have anything out there that, which suggests that our elections are not reliable. I mean, my vote should count, your vote should count, Alpha's vote should count, Keela's vote should count. I shouldn't get two. I shouldn't throw away someone else's vote if I don't agree with it. This is what this country is founded on. So, and they're finding all kinds of things. The results are going to be out soon. And I'm sure the other side is not very happy about this. (laughs) But again, we'll keep an eye on this and we'll let you know.
1: Well, um, wait a minute, wait a minute. What 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 side is that? Okay. Uh, there, the there mem- should, there, well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. There should there should only be one side in an election, the side of what is prescribed by the Constitution and the laws. There should be right. no so sides.
0: Remember,
1: right. But it's a state, it's a state level. Yes. Correct. Law.
0: States run their own elections, right? So that's right. Now, in terms of in terms of what happened, how it happened, we will, we will see. We are not going to speculate at this time, but I am encouraged to see that there are uh, patriots out there who are asking for audits. And I would say for the other side, who is right now putting out stories, making false accusations, uh, they're trying to discount these audits, that it's rebel rousing and that it's not appropriate. I would say to them, Well, if you're so worried about what the results are saying, why are you against it? How come you're going to court and trying to stop these audits from happening? You know, I'm not going to let this go. Personally, I don't think we should let it go. Well, it's really
1: really simple. It's really simple. Methinks thou does protest too much.
0: Hmm. Aha. So, I, I, well, we're going to keep watching this. But uh, there's a lot of uh, people out there who don't trust the way the elections went, and there's a lot of irregularities out there. So we'll see.
1: Well, I find it very curious that the Pennsylvania State Attorney General uh, suddenly – or was it Georgia? Georgia? It was Georgia. Just recently – pardon me, it was Georgia. I think it was mm-hmm. uh, Friday. He said, yeah, there's 100,000 dead people on our voter rolls that we have to get rid of. Phew. I wonder how many of those hundred thousand voted.
0: Hmm. Let's do an audit and find out, shall we?
1: (laughs) Bingo! Ding, 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 ding! Winner! You got Uh, it. And just remember, Biden won Georgia by how many votes?
0: Twelve thousand. That's not very many. I, I'm telling. This is going to be a true constitutional crisis, if there ever was one, where, if I mean. We don't know what's going to happen there. I mean, I've read things. I can speculate, but right now we don't know what's going to happen. So I'm not going to do that. But I will say it's got to be right and it's
1: got to be accurate. Right. Well, wait a minute. Now, now this is another spot where, where I'd like to bring in our new friend Kilo to, to chime in here because now let's just pretend for a minute that this audit Goes to show that there were some major shenanigans, and mm. the will of the people, according to the Constitution as prescribed by our laws, was not done and this election. Was in fact tampered with. Have we have we seen that anywhere before, Kilo? Hmm.
2: Yeah, once or twice, haven't we? I, I mean,
1: <laughs> pick, people, pick one. Pick yeah.
2: one. <laughs> when people lose faith in the integrity of the process it's over i mean this is how dictators stay in power uh robert mugabe stayed in power in zimbabwe because of this kind of nonsense people lost the integrity of the pro this happened with putin over in the old soviet union and in modern day russia they've lost faith in the integrity of the process and when people lose faith in the integrity of the process they're going to stop participating And that is when things can get really out of hand in a hurry. Um, You know, this nation was founded, came into being because of stuff like this. You know, it it wasn't the, you know, just the taxes on the tea that we used to see in the commercials in the seventies, when we were all much younger and, and much more optimistic. So these are the things that folks really need to keep in mind. And Bravo made an excellent point. If there's nothing to hide, then you shouldn't care about an audit.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and it's about, it's about the faith in the process. Kilo, thank you very much. That's, that's exactly where I was headed. When you lose faith in the process of the, of, of the you know, when <laughs> you have, guide, we have guidelines and rules and laws in this country. When you lose faith in them, what do you have left? You don't have anything left.
2: You have anarchy.
1: Correct. We have guidelines and rules and laws in this country. When you lose faith in them, what do you have left? You don't have anything left.
2: You have anarchy.
1: Correct. We have guidelines and rules and laws in this country. When you lose faith in them, what do you have left? What is going on? You don't have anything. That's odd.
0: No, we just had an echo from something that's all right i no. <laughs> okay. just wanted
2: to make sure you got the <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had a we had a we had a technical error there that uh kept oh. repeating itself okay we're moving forward that's fine you know we're gonna fire the producer we, we
0: again. Can learn both. he fell out Who was left all right never mind yeah exactly anyway. we're gonna we're gonna fire
1: the producer yet again you're fired <laughs> all right so we're gonna cut his pay all right so anyhow moving on that's okay that happens uh, you know, it's about it's about faith and and anarchy is the end result of of a loss of faith in the system. And when the government itself takes control and they don't even follow their own rules and they don't. What what good are they? Right. Exactly. It's just it's insanity. So let's just like I said last time, I really hope. That everything was kosher with the election, even though deep down in my heart. I think there were serious challenges. I pray that they don't find some serious, big time problems because the fallout from that is going to be ten times worse than what we're experiencing now. And on that note, we're going to move forward. So everybody's right. probably had it up to their eyeballs with the critical race theory uh, business and what's being taught in schools and and I guess we're all racists apparently uh, according to critical race theory. So we wanted to bring a little clip uh, that's been making the rounds on uh, social media. And I think this sums it up. So we're going to, we're going to actually spend a couple of minutes on this. We don't really like to do this very often, but let's, let's go ahead and play that clip for the audience. So they, they Just understand so, where we're coming from and probably yeah, give me some background on it.
0: Yeah. So this is Ty Smith. Uh, Ty Smith um, is on, was, uh, did a YouTube um, video and let's show this to you and we'll talk about it afterward
3: when you talk about critical race theory which is pretty much going to be teaching kids how to hate each other how to dislike each other that's pretty much what it's to, that's pretty much i don't care what i it's pretty much what it's going to all come down to you're going to deliberately teach kids this white kid right here got it better than you because he white you're going to purposely tell a white kid Oh, the black people are all down and suppressed. How do I have two medical degrees if I'm sitting here oppressed? How do I get them? First of all, wait, time, up, because only got five minutes now. Five minutes. Two medical degrees. No mom, no dad in the house. Worked my way through college. Sat there and hustled my butt off to get through college. You going to tell me somebody look like all y'all white folks kept me from doing that? Are you serious? Not one white person ever came to me and said, well, son, you're never going to be able to get nowhere because you know the black people. But guess what? What's sickening about this whole thing is what y'all doing right now is already something I do in my community right now to speak out against stuff. Because black folks are getting told by other black folks, oh, you know you ain't going to be able to do nothing out there in the world because them white folks ain't going to let you get no." Oh, you know you're not going to be able to do it because you know white, the, the white man, the white man going to keep you down. Well, how did I get where I am right now if some white man kept me down? How am I now directing over folks that look just like you guys in this room right now? How? What 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 kept me down? What oppressed me? I worked for myself from off the streets to where I am right now. You gonna sit there and tell me this lie of critical race theory of this 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 the reason why black folks can't get ahead because of white folks? Are you kidding me? This is what we come to now. I can't believe we even talking about this right now. The last thing I'm gonna say right here is something that's crazy. Martin Luther King said he wanted his kids to grow up in a world where they are judged by the contents of their what? Character. Their character, not their skin. If they letting this stuff go on right now, it is absolutely going to complete reverse of what he's doing. So when February comes, don't talk about Martin Luther King. When February comes, don't talk about black kids The mother dog will sit there and just pee on his grave with this nonsense. That's exactly what's about to happen. Lastly, we are talking about our kids. We are talking about our children. What's so sickening about me? I love the Discovery Channel. You will see that on the Discovery Channel, animals will put their lives on the line to protect their children. Children from yeah. danger. Yeah. Nobody want to get to the heart of the matter, get to the meat of the matter, get to the moral of the story. It all comes down to it. The person that's going to be suffering from this, the one's going to be hurt from this, is the kids. Yeah. Ten years from now, if this stuff goes on, whose fault is it going to be? Whose fault is it going to be? Who are we going to look back on to blame for this? Because this is stuff we talking about right now. This stuff is going on right now. I do this stuff on a daily basis. I'm in the hood. I'm in the communities. I'm out there with folks in their face. I've been doing stuff since I was 18 years old, talking to black folks. And you know what? None of them are buying this nonsense. None of them are. But if you want to implement this into the school system, I guarantee you, to the day that I die, I'm going to be the very person right there debunking stuff, tearing stuff down, letting them know they can do exactly what I did and get exactly where I am by putting themselves to work and getting there. And not one white person ever going to keep any of them from getting there. So the CRT stuff, BS.
1: Uh, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Uh, Dr. Smith, I believe, is a physician, if I'm not mistaken, from his background. I, I have to check on that for next show. Uh, he does talk about critical race theory. And uh, what he's talking about there is this uh, infiltration um, of the way we're talking about our country, the way we're telling our history in a more Marxist vantage point versus the way we learned history when we were in high school and in middle school learning about the constitution learning about how bills are passed into law um being proud of who we are as americans and uh he also mentioned something i think is extremely important to reiterate when he talks about dr martin luther king and the fact that he said that we should be uh, judging people by the character by what they do the as dan bajina would say the do matters i think that's very important and not by the color of one's skin i will go out there and say that that the uh, critical race theory teaches this is in the curriculum It's in under different names because they're trying to sneak it in into all of this. this has been going on since the 70s if I remember correctly, <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, this is something that they teach that there's an oppressor and an oppressed E and that oppressor happens to be the white folks and uh, the oppressed are the blacks. And there's no way of changing this. And uh, we're wrong for just being what we're born into. And that is completely 100% wrong. I do not agree with it. I don't condone it and it will not be yeah. taught to my
1: period. Now, just the notion that one human being uh, would wish somebody or to try to keep somebody from being successful is is insane. Ooh. Now, I'm a conservative, obviously, a uh, libertarian conservative person. My greatest wish for our society, I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what Religion, You are. I only care that you are a good person. I only wish you success and happiness in your life. We have created a society here. This is this is a very unique country. Are we perfect? No, we we are not a perfect country by any stretch of the imagination. However, we are the only country on the face of this planet that is continually improved itself through its arc of life thus far mm. correct?
0: Yeah I agree
1: And so. we keep trying to improve just the idea that you would go back and try to teach people to hate another group of people from some nonsensical position that white people are this that or the other thing it, it's insanity. Mm. I can't I can't believe this is happening. Right. I, I, had, I go ahead. I'm sorry, Kilo. Sorry, Alpha. I had a,
2: you know, just a question that kind of popped into my head as we're speaking about this. Uh, what happens to the mixed race children? What do they do? Who are they supposed to? hate?
1: Hmm. Oh, that's a that's a valid question. I
2: well, I, I say this in my time traveling the world. You know, mixed race marriages and the children from those marriages were more common than not on and around military bases. So Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what the gentleman was saying is correct. The ones who are going to be hurt by this are children
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: the children are going to come up and turn into very broken, very conflicted, very angry adults. And it's like the last topic we were discussing, where does it stop? It starts to spiral and I don't know how you get it back after that. So I'm just wondering for all the folks who are coming up with these brilliant ideas for this curriculum, Hmm. what do you do about the product of mixed race parents? Just putting it out there.
1: It's an excellent point. It's an, it's an excellent point. And you know, I've, I've had the, the, honor and the pleasure of meeting uh, Dr. Alveda King Uh, and I spent some time talking with her about topics and I'm here to tell you that she's very highly disappointed Mm. in in the line that some politicians are pushing and how they're using racism as as a tool to divide instead of trying to unite us as a people. And this is coming from Dr. Alveda King, uh, quite a, quite a remarkable woman. Um, Mm. So I was, yeah, she's probably pretty upset right now. And this was about a year ago when I met her a little over a year ago. So it's, it's craziness what's going on. So I don't know.
0: So just just as a, as clarification for everyone out there who's listening to us, we, we, here at the signal 50 podcast, bring you these stories based on what is not being reported by the lamestream media. And we tell you so that you can figure it out on your own, that you have the places to go, the information you need and make up your own mind. We're sharing our opinions because I think that's what's important. And I also think it's important that we share, uh, we do this as an obligation to um, our, myself, as an obligation to to help educate you, our audience, along with uh, this is my right, and I'm not I'm not abdicating that right because it doesn't, quote, fit your narrative, not yours. But, I mean, if people don't agree, tell us why you don't agree. Send us an email at info at signal50.com. If you agree, let us know. Love to hear if you think there's a different way to do it. But I think um, what Mr. Smith said, Dr. Smith, excuse me, um, Dr. Smith said is 100% spot on. And I applaud him for saying it.
1: Well, yeah, that that I guess when somebody gets up and makes a speech like that, they don't expect themselves to go viral. And and you know, in this day and age, going viral, you know, is either a good or a bad thing. And in this case, I think that uh, the young man, and I can say that because I'm old now, uh, (laughs) nailed it. He just hammered it. I mean, he just. He couldn't have put it any better and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, hats off brother. Good for you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Hey, listen, you know, we've, we've covered through most of the stuff that we wanted to cover through tonight, but the really big 800 pound gorilla in the room is something that's not really being discussed. Um,
0: in fact it's very hard to find it anywhere
1: right? yeah it's you know? it's very hard yeah it's very hard to find it anywhere and and some people listen to a a nationally uh syndicated podcast or a few radio programs out there i think uh i think it's been covered and discussed and talked about there uh so what we want to do is we want to just change the change the topic here a little bit you know we've talked a lot about covid-19 we've talked a lot about the chinese communist party and we told you at the beginning of the show, we'd get into this topic a little bit. And it's come to our attention and and through some reporting that's been done by Red State and a few other uh, places that there was a defection uh, reportedly. Um, and I think the sourcing on this is probably pretty good. Um, a defector, a Chinese intelligence director. uh, <laughs> uh Dong Jingwei, Dong Jingwei, he was the vice minister of state security. So he was a spy master in in China. Uh, The reporting uh, from Red State from Matthew Brazil and Jeff Stein at Spy Talk uh, reported the rumor, and they they put this out there, uh, and the report is in Red State. And it was written by Jennifer von Lahr on the seventeenth of June. It was released, which was you know just a couple of days ago. This guy apparently defected from Taiwan with his daughter. He fled, uh, and he landed into the open arms of our DIA. That is our Defense Intelligence Agency. Hmm. Now. I'm not in the military, but I have an understanding of these things. The DIA is kind of the military counterpart to the CIA, and they work hand in hand. They're one of the intelligence agencies. Uh, Kilo, how about did I did I do that justice for everybody out there? If you want to add anything from your experience,
2: no, I think you uh, you did a fine job.
1: All right, just want to make sure that we're between the lines here. Okay, so. Dong, we'll just call him Dong. He was a longtime official in China's Ministry of State Security, also known as the Guanabu. And I'm butchering that. I'm sure my Chinese is limited to ordering food, I guess, and saying thank you. Uh, he His public background indicates that he was responsible for the ministry's counterintelligence efforts in China especially Mm -hmm. spy catching that that's what he was really good at since being promoted to vice minister in April of 2018. If the stories are true, dong would be the highest level defector in the history of the people's Republic of China. Okay. Now moving along with the story here a little bit, this guy is now in custody of the DIA. He's a guest of the defense intelligence agency. And apparently he's got a whole lot of information that he has been able to bring with him. Okay. And it's only come out in the last three or four weeks that anyone outside of the DIA knew that this guy was was here, according to the red state sources. We're going to put a link to this article in the show notes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well. It's it's a big deal. And I'm gonna put up some points that we want to talk about. And and now what's really important to understand here is we're gonna go through this, and then there's a little piece of information that I'm gonna go through in a minute for everybody. Okay, so long story short. Now Dong Has brought with him about a terabyte of information which is as we all know in layman's terms that's like the technical term for that is like a butt ton okay right that's a lot
0: i think it's a the size of a library or two libraries i think
1: yes very very easily the size of a couple of modern libraries now what he brought with him he's reported the transmitted information to the DIA that discussed the early pathogenic studies of the virus. We know as SARS cov two, the models of predicted COVID-19 spread and what's important here, because governments would normally do a model to predict the spread of a virus. That's day to day. Okay. That that's nothing new, but the important part is. What they also wanted to calculate in those studies is the damage to the United States and the rest of the world that it would cause. He brought with him financial records detailing which exact organizations and governments funded the research on SARS-CoV-2 and other biological warfare research Mm. conducted at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. How about that? huh? Mm. Here's a big one. The names of U.S. citizens who provide intel to China.
0: Treason. Can we say treason yet?
1: (laughs) We're we're getting there fast. Mm. Names of Chinese spies working in the U.S. or attending U.S. universities. We're going to get back to that one in a minute. Financial records showing U.S. businessmen and public officials who've received money from the Chinese government. How about that one? Mm. Details of meetings U.S. government officials had. In all fairness, perhaps unwittingly with Chinese spies and members of Russia's SVR. And Mm. lastly, in the bulletized list, how the Chinese government gained access to a CIA communication system leading to the death of dozens of Chinese people who were working with the CIA. Basically, they were our spies in China. So Mm. somebody leaked or they gained access to the communication system, which revealed our assets in China. And the Chinese just don't have any compunction against killing people, do they? No. Mm. So, all right, so what does this mean? What, what, What else is there? Okay, what else there is in here? Details. This gentleman is bringing forth additional details of the contents of the hard drive on Hunter Biden's laptop, showing the information the Chinese government has about Hunter's pornography problem and about his and Joe's business dealings with the Chinese entities involved. Mm. Some of the files that Dong has provided to the DIA reportedly really shed a lot of light on just how it was the sale of Henegus Automotive. Now, that name is very important. Nobody really knows about that. They helped contribute to stealth technology. Hmm. the sale of the automotive company technology to Chinese military manufacturer Avic Auto was approved. So there was some shenanigans that went on behind the scenes. Um, If there was an approval of a sale of sensitive technology, it had to go through a licensing process with the State Department. So who was in charge of the State Department during the Obama administration? Oh, that was (laughs) Kerry. Uh and mm, right I And believe. Did you say cankl- Hillary Clinton,
2: um, boys and girls?
1: Thank think cankles. <laughs> exactly. Hillary Clinton. Okay, so for anybody out there that doesn't know, there's this little thing called ITAR, okay? International Trade and Arms Regulation. Okay. It's one of the Code of Federal Regulations when sensitive technology is going to be sold, transferred loaned out or whatever to a foreign entity it has to be licensed and approved by all of the branches of military service and the state department itself and sometimes it goes through an executive review in the executive level of the government right kilo
2: it does and if oh, i okay. could jump in for a second alpha earlier on in the in this podcast we talked about the importance of following rules and what mm-hmm. happens when we don't follow rules These rules with respect to China were flagrantly violated in the 1990s under the President Bill Clinton administration. Hmm. They used to make parodies about Charlie Tree and everybody gaining access and running around these processes and procedures. That's when the theft of technology became rampant. It started back in the 70s um, in uh, a little city called Schenectady, New York, used to be known as the electric city of the world. That's and right. they used to, GE. they used, to, yeah. they used to produce. General Electric used to produce stator frames for gas turbine and steam turbine generators. Mm. A Chinese delegation came over. Bombs were greased. They walked through the plant, and the folks, the GE employees who walked them through the plant, noticed that they were coming through with those charcoal sketch pads like we used to use in middle school art class. Mm-hmm. About six months later. The Chinese got into the stator frame building business and undercut General Electric, and it's a major reason why that company now employs around a thousand people instead of the forty or fifty thousand people that were employed when we were much younger men. So mm. this has been going on for a long time. It was sanctioned at the highest level, and it it's it's everywhere. Um, the Zoom technology these last fifteen months. Most of the world was on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Chinese technology started that, started by a mm-hmm. Chinese American. Um, Chinese American, I think if you dig deep enough, you'll you'll find a tie someplace. So right. you know we've been giving away this stuff for free. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the information people put on Facebook. You mm-hmm. know, oh my God, I can't believe I got robbed! Really, because you put the pictures up there, you were away on vacation. Everybody in the world knew it. So. <laughs> I mean, these are the type of things that, you know, we as a society, to make things change, I think we have to change our mindsets. Mm-hmm. And, hmm. you know, you don't have to tell everything. Right. It's kind right. Of a public service announcement. Right.
0: <laughs> Great. Is, yeah.
1: Uh, yep. Spot on. And, and the yep. Chinese have been, they've been stealing our technology, but I think the pace has quickened, um, through the government and, and through official channels of, of the pace quickening of the transfer of technology, you know, within and without the ITAR uh, over the years. And let's let's continue on. And then that's perfect. So, Kilo, thank you very much. Let's let's let me let me go on with the article here a little bit. So not only do they have all of Hunter's misgivings and Joe's misgivings and in all of those connections. Here's here's something that's really gonna that's really gonna uh, frost the cake here, right? According to some of the sources, Dong he he let the DIA know, according to the story, that at least a third of Chinese students attending U.S. universities are People's Liberation Army assets hmm. or part of the what's called the thousand talents plan and that many of the students are here under pseudonyms. They're not their real names. The credentials are all faked by the government of China. And the reason is a lot of the children coming over are children of high ranking military and communist party leaders. Okay. Uh, (sighs) So, the DIA has a high level of confidence of the veracity of these claims that Dong is making and the information that he's presented. And Langley has poo-pooed a lot of this information when, when they were challenged on it. So that kind of gives me a little sensation that uh, maybe that this is, this is real because I've lost kind of a lot of faith in, in, the, uh, in our intelligence community in the IC. Over the years, but here's here's really something that that's really going to really drive the point home that maybe there's a little bit more to how COVID came to this country and what the real intent was. Uh, let me just go ahead and and summarize this you know summarize this little passage in the story here, and then we're going to talk a little bit about this. Hundreds of Chinese. Nationals are are subjects of federal probes, okay, after law enforcement officials flagged their travel at the start of COVID-19 pandemic. Mm -hmm. The Chinese nationals returned to the United States earlier than expected in January 2020, often having modified their travel plans. The episode is recounted in an internal report that circulated among various national security and law enforcement agencies on June 3rd of this year. That report surmises that the Chinese students returned to the United States returned to the United States earlier than expected in order to avoid future travel restrictions by COVID-19 pandemic. Hmm. The team examined 58,000 inbound Chinese F J visa holders in the passenger name record database and identified 396 individuals whose return travel was scheduled after January 2020, but had returned in January 2020. What does that tell you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what it, it tells tra- me is they adios these people out here before we shut down travel to China. Yep, and they knew all about it. Mm-hmm.
2: No, that couldn't be. That would be in violation of the Geneva Convention. Oh wait, well, mm. well, they didn't sign that. I'm sorry. I uh, forgive me.
1: Oh, that's that's <laughs> that's kind of a very important point, isn't it? That's a it's very. It's
2: always point. the teensy weensy details, gentlemen.
1: That's right. that's right. You know, you got to dot the i's and cross the t's. So essentially, what this boils down to is is the DIA has got a guy. According to this story, and it has not hit the main stream media just yet. Give it a couple of weeks when this starts to really boil to the surface, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be running for the hills. Just imagine if your name is on that list of politicians that the Chinese gave money to. Any guesses?
0: Uh, (laughs) I got some. I don't know if I can. I don't. I'm going to hold that for. Well, till but, but that's
2: not really a surprise, is it?
0: It's I not, mean, spe- but it's
2: spe- just spe- Speakers Pelosi's uh, lackey there. What was his name? Solwell. Yeah, Yeah, that's the oh, one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's. I think it's a safe bet he's on there. Wouldn't you think? Oh, well, definitely.
1: Well, <laughs> he he's he was he was shacked up with a Chinese spy for how many uh, for a while. Ah,
2: wait a minute. They were in love. They were in love. And he
1: True. just happened. I'm on sorry. The Intelligence committee, You're
0: right? He's on the intelligence uh, affairs committee or the intelligence committee, where they talk
1: about all this stuff that we need to know about. Ugh. What's the first rule of What's the first rule of a, a, a security clearance? What uh, I well um,
2: <laughs> access and really. need to know.
1: Access, need to know, and bound by affection to foreign nationals, right? Mm -hmm. That's That's one of those things that you need to be, you need to declare that. I'd really like to look at his SF 86, wouldn't you?
2: Hmm. He doesn't have one on file. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, I'm starting to uh, feel like Tom Cruise's character in that movie. What was that? A few good men? A few good men. Johnny, thank you for playing.
1: <laughs> tell tell us what you've won. <laughs> General court martial. Hey. Oh, just insane, just insane. insane. Well, that's that story is a that story should be should be and and could wind up being one of the largest stories of our time because it really, if if proven true, could go to show that the chinese communist party unleashed this virus on the world mm. as a tool to gain world domination which has always been part of their plan now what really hurts my feelings quite a lot is the fact that you've got fauci who funneled money and laundered money and i'm and, and kilo i don't know if you've listened to our previous programs but I was explaining time and time again a couple of times how grants get washed and and the money gets, quote unquote, laundered through subcontractors performing work, right?
0: And that, not only that, but the scientific community, they must produce results that are sanctioned and wanted by those paying for it because you got to toe the company line.
1: Whatever the deliverable is, you have to deliver the deliverable. Right. Okay. So when a, when Fauci and, and the NIH granted money to the World Health EcoHealth Alliance, EcoHealth Alliance engaged a subcontractor, whoever that might be. And in this case, it was the Wuhan Institute of Virology to conduct gain-of-function testing on coronaviruses, Right. So mm. in fact, we could have funded the research into the Chinese biological weapons program. How's hmm. that feel?
0: Well, sir, I don't really like it. <laughs> well, <laughs> and,
2: and history repeats itself though, doesn't it? We kind well, kilo, did, we, ki- we kind of did the same thing with MK Ultra back in the day.
1: <laughs> hmm. Kilo, so in, in your military experience and, and you understand the ways of the world, does that sound plausible? It sounds probable. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So, I don't know. Uh, the world's a, a really interesting place, and I think we're going to have to watch and, and look and see. And, uh, you know, we, we reported on the last show, changed the topic just a little bit. We reported on the last show that the end of the federal eviction and foreclosure moratorium is rapidly coming to a close. So, there are starting to be some stories about the economic impact of that and and the the human toll that's going to be taken uh, because of of that action uh, and and this whole COVID thing. So everybody keep your eye on the news for those stories. And on that note, I I think that's all we have for this evening. I just want to give a shout out to our affiliate POF USA, -usa POF-USA.com. Manufacturers of the finest AR-15 style rifles in the United States, made for patriots by patriots just outside of Phoenix, Arizona. Look them up at pof-usa.com and on that note I'd like to make okay, sure that fine. you check us go ahead I'm sorry
0: uh, just remember remind everyone hey if you like what you're listening to please let us give us a thumbs up yep. share uh, share the video and if you haven't had a chance to watch it on the live stream or YouTube decides to throttle it you can find it on Rumble you can also find it out on your favorite podcast uh, outlets so Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify iHeartRadio, and a whole bunch of others. So please uh, let us know. And if you could, on those uh, outlets, give uh, us five stars if we earned it. Or if we didn't, let us know also. Because, hey, you can only improve if you let us know what we need to improve upon.
1: Exactly. And on that note, I'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors and airmen for protecting us 24-7, 365, our police, firefighters and EMS personnel that are fighting the good fight on the streets, working with us every single day. So on that note, everybody, you know, it's Sunday night. Monday is a kind of a dirty word, I know, but uh, everybody go out and do your best to have the best possible week and be productive. On that note, cue the music. Kilo, thanks for joining us this evening. Appreciate it. My pleasure,
2: gentlemen. Thanks
1: for having me. Thanks, Kilo. We'll see you next time. See you later, everyone. Bye-bye.
0: Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.